0: and welcome back to BFF, Black Fat Fashion. I'm your host, Ayana Ishmael, and on BFF, we'll be discussing personal and career journeys at a crossroad between being Black, fat, into fashion, or if you're like me, some resemblance of all three. Today, I'm joined by Diamond Rollins, a graduate of the Florida A&M University who balances her nine-to-five job during the day and being a fashion and beauty influencer by night. Okay, hey everyone, we're back, and we are here with Diamond. I would love for you to introduce yourself, tell everyone a little bit about yourself.
1: Hi, so uh, I'm Diamond, hey. I am 24 years old, and I actually graduated from Florida A&M about, oh my gosh, I think it's going on three years now. Mm-hmm. Little old, that's fine. Aging with grace, hello. But um, yes, I am a social media content creator, and I also work in an office as well. So basically, I'm Hannah Montana and Miley at the same
0: time. I love that. <laughs> and what do you do in that office job?
1: So basically, I work in human resources, and I'm basically like the receptionist slash assistant to the chief over the whole human resources staff, so I kind of do a little bit of everything for everybody type (laughs) shindig. It really helps me with my organization skills so that I can make sure everything is in line. I just feel like, you know, I keep things running, okay? Like, what would the office be without me keeping (laughs) the people intact? I don't even know. I don't even know.
0: i love that so if anyone follows diamond you'll see her social media is spectacular her instagram always killing it she's always dressing so i kind of want to know when did you kind of get into maybe creating content and also clothes
1: um so for more so the fashion aspect that really begun in high school I love putting together fashions. Everyone, like back in the day when you had to be honest and like my posts and type shindig, <laughs> um, a lot of people would say like, you're really cool, but your style is really different. And it made me feel weird, but I was just into a lot of things that people weren't into. Like I liked wearing oversized cargo, like jackets with platforms and stockings. And I just like to play with things, but I didn't really know it was fashionable. I just thought it was really cool. So as I got older, my love for it, of course, kept increasing. But just meeting new people, FAMU was uh, an amazing place to find inspiration because there's so many different types of people. So it just kept growing and growing. And really, it was when I graduated from college that I was actually able to focus on what I was really trying to create. Because, you know, in college, you want an aesthetic, but that's just not happening because you're just (laughs) in too many things. There's too much to share. You don't have time to sit and think about how I want to curate something.
0: I get that, most definitely. And so how would you kind of describe your style, maybe back in college to what it's transitioned to now?
1: Um. So really it was college that was helping tone down my style. <laughs> and I just fell in love with minimalism in college, but then it really like became even more minimal chic after I graduated from college. So it was definitely a little bit more playful, but I was also in images. So I had to really crank it up a few notches (laughs) to make it more interesting, but also, I just really like the simple things of life. So I just carried that with me through college and I carried it with me today. But now I think it's even more sophisticated because I'm getting, you know, (sighs) little bit in age so I think think that my style is reflecting quality pieces more than just the fast fashion I used to be into in college now quality matters and comfort matters more than it did then
0: (laughs) and when did you kind of start building up your social media to become a creator on Instagram um
1: I would say in 2018 that's when it really started that's when I said ooh I wonder if there's like a way you can work with brands and create content for them but I'm like wait I think that's like what bloggers do so it's like I started to kind of construct it then that's when my goal was to hit 10,000 I had a 10,000 party when I hit it because I'm extra. (laughs) But it was really fun. And I just started to focus on, like, I want to grow. But I don't know. I think my viewpoints changed over time because it was just numbers then. But now it's much bigger than just a number because these are people.
0: And how did you kind of balance maybe when you first started off creating content and trying to get brands to work with you how was that whole process for you
1: um so one thing i like to say first is i had to pray because i knew that i had no idea what i was doing i had only collaborated with people here in tallahassee so i'm like hey god i'm on a new venture you know what i'm saying i need your help because i i don't know but I had visions in my head, like I needed these people that I wore to find me somehow. So the process was literally reading. I had to read blogs. I had to watch YouTube videos. I watched them every day, try to find a new one to see how are people working with these people. I didn't really have anyone to ask. So it was like, okay, I got to go get it myself then. So research, research, talk with different people. I found forums of other girls in different places. So it's like, I would read what they were saying and what they were talking about. And then I literally spent from 2018 to today, constructing like the perfect pitch. It changes over time, but you must pitch yourself because you are not a celebrity. The brands do not know you. So the goal is to put yourself on the map until they come to you.
0: And how many like brands have you maybe like a ballpark idea that you've pitched? And <laughs> what is the like, I know because coming from like a journalism aspect, pitching articles is a huge like game of like, are they going to take it? And there's yeah. a lot of no's, there's a lot of no answer. So what is it like yeah. as a perspective as a content creator?
1: Um, so I don't even know the number. I used to pitch a lot. I'm sure it was like twenty, fifty. Who knows? Like, it was just whoever I thought would be cool. I'm like, I'm gonna do it. And like you said, you don't really know if you're going to get a yes. You don't know if you're going to get a no. Most of them, you know, you have to think there's so many you's pitching. So they're not just seeing your email, it's probably hundreds, thousands even coming through. So it's really just about what makes you you, what makes you unique? And it's that header. Like what is I know, and that's the hardest part. What is your subject line going to say to make that person open your email? And then how are you gonna sell yourself? What are you gonna provide? Who are you? You know, it's like so many factors that go into it, but As a content creator, um, I just had to figure out what I could do for you rather than just I want to work with you because it's just Mm -hmm. it's just not enough. It's just so many people that something something has to stick out enough for them to say
0: yes. (laughs) (laughs) And on a busy day, what would your schedule look like if you had to maybe actually go to your regular job and also create something for a brand? Well,
1: um, when we were in the office, that was a time. I will literally just be completely honest. I was so tired. I was tired. Because working from 8 to 5, like, even though you're in the office, it is mentally exhausting. And that's my day. So, (laughs) literally, I had to, it was that Season at that time taught me how to grind. And if I wanted it bad enough, it doesn't matter how tired I am, I'm going to make it happen. So I would literally be working, and on a break, I would go check emails, check Instagram, check whatever social response, interact. Okay, got to work. Lunch break, I got an hour. (laughs) Plan, email, plan some more, pitch. Um, respond, create. Can, what can I create in an hour on my lunch break? Hmm, okay. Created it. Come back. See if I can edit a little bit on my desk. What am I doing? I literally edited a video at my desk and then was answering other calls at the same time. Don't know how I did it, but that was a magical day. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, it was the weekends. I had to do everything that I possibly could in two days to remain present and it was just a lot. So quarantine has been a blessing. Mm -hmm. It's like annoying sometimes but I feel like I can breathe and interact more.
0: So what has probably been the most difficult thing or the biggest thing you've learned with working with brands that maybe someone on the outside wouldn't know about?
1: Um, Honestly it's not too much of any shockers necessarily. It's just more so preparing yourself for a no, but not giving up at just a no, because sometimes in the beginning I would pitch. And then as my content got better, I noticed that the same brand actually came back as though they didn't just say no. (laughs) Like literally you just said no but then a month later you're like, hey, we just came across your Instagram page. And I'm just like, huh? So (laughs) don't get discouraged just because they said no now, because you never know who you'll be in two months or three months to six months And that same brand, that same person could come right back and want you. So really it's just, to me, always doing better than you were the last time because you never know who's on your page oh maybe that's something with content creation the reason why it's so important for your feed to be in line is because you really have no idea who is creeping through your page it's the PR people that you don't even like know they're just day-to-day but they run I don't know Abercrombie's social media and they were scrolling through your page and they're gonna let you know hey i was scrolling through your page oh really (laughs) so (laughs) uh sometimes i feel like the pressure is always on because i have no idea who's scrolling through but i want to make it worth your while if you're here
0: though and what are one of the biggest brands you kind of worked with so far
1: (laughs) you know (laughs) sometimes I really sit back and I think about the goodness of the Lord <laughs> and the brands and um one of my favorite that was like a major bucket list for me was PacSun mm-hmm. I got to create for them and I was running in some of their ads for them and I've worked with Reebok that was one of my first I worked with I don't know if you know the skincare Mario Bedusu. yes. But I've worked with them in skincare. I wish I had my book, but um, I've worked with Express. I've worked with this brand. I mean, there's a lot of brands overseas that I've worked with in Australia, and there's a lot of brands here in the U.S. I just, I literally have a box of notes in tags just so I could save them to remember who all I work with, but now I don't I don't even know. It's just (laughs) saving me, but it's been some pretty good times here. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And you're extremely active on your Instagram, even when just um, interacting with people that comment back on your post. Do you like feel like that's an important role to play as, you know, an influencer on Instagram?
1: Oh yes, definitely. I feel like what people really miss out is Instagram is a place to be social. So of course it's business, but if you don't find the fun in connecting, then Instagram will even see that. So if you find that new people aren't discovering you or, um, not many people are even commenting on your things. It's really a give and take sometimes with Instagram. So if you're not commenting or interacting with anyone, then I guarantee you if you're not a celebrity or really high-end influencer, nobody is going to interact with you. And also relationship building. You never know by you just commenting on someone's page. There could be someone big who knows that person. They happen to be scrolling through and they see your comment. They're like, who's that? More people find you, the more people you're interacting with. And those are relationship builders. Like, um, Instagram knows that. So they will literally, I feel like it's like it honors you. I don't even know. <laughs> but it will literally push your posts up because of your engagement, even in your stories. If you're getting high engagement in your stories, it's going to keep pushing your stories to the top so that more people will keep looking at
0: it. So you need that. <laughs> <laughs> and so now, working with fashion, all clothes, where do you see yourself taking your content creation in the future? um I really
1: want it to be like, really really big of course I just feel like my mind never stops going there but I mean I still have these really big ideas in my head it's just quarantine you know what I'm saying yeah. so I am in the midst of potentially signing with an agency that is in Australia but they're about to be international so um I was talking with her yesterday, and I was telling her, I'm like, I really have these aspirations of like going to brand dinners and brand trips. And my goal is not just to create for the product or create for the brand, but when you get to meet the person who is the founder and the creator, and you go on those trips to learn more about their why, it's just like that personal, like one on one is just so amazing and I want to be able to collaborate in a way that I have a line with someone or I'm able to learn like over a year and create a product with you that can cater to other people that maybe I can't do by myself but it's just really about the bigger picture and being able to one day own something of my own to give back to people who have supported over time. And the more brands you work with and you become personal with, you can learn yourself how to run a successful business too. Mm
0: -hmm. As a black content creator right now, especially, how has it been kind of juggling everything? I know I've talked to other people just saying that their brands reaching out or not reaching out like how have you like been able to handle everything that's going on right now
1: um you know at first when everything was really at its highest peak it was really emotional but it was like beautiful at the same time like I felt like I was in tears I felt like I was full of anxiety and I just needed to keep taking time away but I also had to be present because you want to use your platform as much as possible but you need your peace of mind as well so it was hard to juggle but I noticed in the midst of it like I didn't post anything because I just didn't have the right thing to say but I noticed my followers kept coming in I'm like hmm, okay and then there were brands that were coming in I'm like Okay, so it was like a storm, but it was like to me. I feel like God was telling me, like, I know it kind of seems like it's really bad right now, but I have a really big blessing that you've been waiting for, and it's going to be an outpour, and that's what I feel like I was feeling through the whole mist of chaos an out for blessings, but it was still chaotic going around me at the same time. So for all my black creators like this, this year and beyond, like is your time. So if you didn't think you had the courage before, please believe me, the brands are awake or they're trying to be awake or they fake woke. So therefore you, you pull up then and say, hi, I'm a black content creator. You don't have to feel nervous anymore because they know what it is you don't have enough black people. So let me help you. And I have some friends who can come help you too. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and where, what is your ultimate like dream, job, career, goal? What do you see yourself doing? Like if you could just ultimately.
1: See, you know, the thing is, I realize that I have so many, so many dreams that I can't even give you one. I, still want to be a petite model, I want to be a content creator, not just an influencer because I mean, influencer is a really big word, Mm -hmm. but a content creator, I feel like is someone who can create from anything. So you create for brands. There's a lot of work that I do that I don't post because I'm creating it for the brand behind the scenes. And I want to be able to own my own clothing boutique one day. So I have to gather all the keys that I need. And I want to one day start my own natural cruelty-free vegan skincare line. So I need to make sure everything is in line on board. I want to be a boss. That's literally the goal. So
0: <laughs> that's the goal. And what's the best advice you've ever been given?
1: Um, The best advice was literally given randomly by my sister one day. When I felt like giving up, I felt like my engagement was plummeting. I felt like I didn't have enough time to do anything. I was not resonating with my audience. And I just felt like, wow, I really don't think it's getting through to anyone. And she called me randomly one day and she said, you were on my mind. And I just wanted to let you know not to give up. And to keep pushing because you're going to blow up in the way that you want to. But you have to keep going, though. And I held on to it because I knew that wasn't just coming from any place. So therefore, something I would leave with everyone is really you cannot give up because the finish line could be around the corner, but you're not around the corner yet. So If you gave up, you never got to see that outpour. That was literally
0: right around the corner. Okay, my last question question is, I must know, how do you manage to get to New York Fashion Week in the fall? (laughs) And what is it like? What has that experience been like for you? Uh,
1: So basically, I just save. And me and my bestie, Catherine, we usually save our coin throughout the year. And then we pre plan months ahead. Now one time we didn't, and we knew not to do that again. <laughs> but we plan the outfit process is very tedious, let me tell you, because you're literally trying to give your best. You have one shot to impress somebody off of a first look, and you don't know who you're talking to. So therefore, the outfits, ooh, it's like you literally spend weeks trying to put the perfect pieces together and Fashion Week is a world of creativity, amazing people. Like I said, you literally don't know who you're talking to. I was standing in line and there's this woman who had the bombest outfit on. I was like, oh my God, your outfit is so fire. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah. We're like, what's your Instagram? She was like, Fashion Bomb Daily. I'm like, oh, you. <laughs> So, you know, I started coughing and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, my God, you're clear slowness. And literally that's when we were who was standing right in front of us talking. So it's like, okay, this is why I had to get my best foot forward because you just don't know. And there's just a world of opportunities literally surrounding you. And when you get in the right place, there's cameras surrounding you. So yeah. you never know where you'll end up or whose page you'll end up on, or whose camera you're in, you'll see that. So, Fashion Week is phenomenal. You just have to say and just do it. I think people think Fashion Week is like this untouchable thing, but really, if you know how to pitch, you can pitch yourself into events. You can look bomb enough to not have to pitch yourself anywhere and just show up and say, hey, I'm on the list, why am I not on the list? <laughs> But you look so good they're like oh i don't know here <laughs> so <laughs> you just get in there and you make it happen because
0: you never know what can happen at fashion week truly honestly <laughs> i love that truly. yes so where can everyone find you on social media
1: um, you can find me at Diamond Alicia underscore on Instagram and you know if you're an OG you can find me on Twitter at 10 Dimes
0: forever you feel me that was my dream name
1: back in the day
0: amazing I love that thank you so much for joining me today I appreciate it yes.
1: thank you for having me
0: Thanks for tuning in to Black Fat Fashion. You know you can always reach out via social media or email with your questions or ideas. Make sure you give us a follow at Black Fat Fashion as well as my personal page at Ayana Ish. With love from your BFF.